and then you take your time to welcome, to explore the inner weather or the felt sense in your body. as a sense of a shift, shifting gear from the busyness, from the doing, from the controlling, into being. And that is also experienced as a shift from the head into the body. Our breath can be an ally there. So with each in-breath, sliding, dropping, initially even down into your feet and your legs, and then maybe with the out-breath, some relief, some softening in the belly and in the shoulders. So with the in-breath, yesterday I shared the instruction, stay close and do nothing. So with the in-breath, there's the staying close, becoming more intimate with your own presence, with what you bring with you into this moment. And then with the out-breath, doing nothing in the sense of letting go, letting go of grasping, letting go of controlling, letting go of explaining what is happening, letting go of labeling. We are aware that we are doing this together here in this room and then also the people who participate online. And then we widen that circle to all the people who are right now in their homes and monasteries and churches and sacred places who are right now with us in the presence of the Divine. There's a sense of entering a sacred circle, a temple, Then into the space of awareness, into the space of our meeting, we invite the presence of the Buddha, the Dalai Lama, 
Jesus or any other mentor, Buddhist or non-Buddhist, male and female, And we feel their presence, we feel their loving gaze, their loving witnessing. And we are bathing with our whole body. Remember That the outer Dalai Lama is a reflection of the inner Dalai Lama. The Buddha is a reflection of awake awareness, which is your true nature. The outer Tara is a reflection of the inner goddess. So, and then if you like, you can fold your hands in the refuge mudra in front of your heart. And let's take a few moments to just breathe into this mudra, into this gesture. Sometimes we can imagine the jewel of bodhicitta in, our, in the palm of our hands, the awakening heart, like the Buddha of Compassion, Avalokiteshvara. And for some people it makes sense at this point to condense awake awareness into a symbol like the Dalai Lama in front or Tara in front or the Buddha. For some people it makes more sense to be more non-symbolic. So we are taking refuge and there's different qualities, different felt qualities in this. So there can be a sense of asking for help. There can be a longing. There can be a confidence. And we can also play with the words, taking refuge. Maybe I trust makes more sense. I lean towards. I long for. I commit myself. I am inspired. I receive the blessings. I open myself to. I surrender. I feel devotion. 
I deeply relax. I feel held. I call for. I love. I'm going home. So if you like, you can speak after me. I take refuge to the Buddha. I take refuge to the Buddha. I take refuge to the Dharma. I take refuge to the Dharma. I take refuge to the Sangha. I take refuge to the Sangha. So see if you can shift into the heart level, taking refuge, feeling refuge, receiving refuge, less from the narrative self. from something uh, deeper, something ancient. And appreciate that we are making this gesture together. We are moving towards the light together. <coughs> I take refuge to the Buddha. I take refuge to the Buddha. I take refuge to the Dharma. I take refuge to the Dharma. I take refuge to the Sangha. I take refuge to the Sangha. And breathe into the posture. Shoulders relaxed, belly soft. or bathing, bathing in that which already is. I take refuge to the Buddha. I take refuge to the Buddha. I take refuge to the Dharma. I take refuge to the Dharma. I take refuge to the Sangha. I take refuge to the Sangha. Your hands. So then the outer refuge, the symbols of refuge. Let us solve into the light, into loving presence. And that fills your body completely. 
every cell of your body and you become aware of the Buddha within, awake awareness within, particularly at the heart area, the source of love and wisdom, the inexhaustible source of love and wisdom, the divine, and your heart opens like a flower rimmed. Essence love, bodhicitta, the awakening heart, pulls out into your whole body and then through the pores of your body, it radiates outwards. First here, within our meeting, from heart to heart, from goddess to goddess, from Buddha to Buddha. dissolving all the identifications of the narrative self, dissolving what about me, dissolving memories of the past and fears about the future. Dissolving your name, the central position. Into unbounded consciousness, which is in the nature of love. Dissolving into God. If we would use the Christian word. God here not as the other but God as everything which is nothing, the nothing which is everything, non-dual awareness. Light. openness and thoughts come and go I recognize as thoughts you gravitate the thought-free space of beingness. The essential self which reveals itself when you don't refer to thoughts. And then you rest.
You don't take refuge anymore. You are. You are refuge. You become refuge. You give refuge. Recognize the different layers of identification which are still happening. The identification with this body, the identification with time, with this personality, with these feelings, with these thoughts. And think through these layers like you sink down in a shoreless ocean where you have been living in the waves. You dissolve into the vastness, which is love, pure love. And then even that word pure love dissolves. Maybe you can recognize and appreciate that a simple practice like taking refuge on a deeper level is actually going through the death process. Mm -hmm. Or in this meditation we did, if you do any kind of Kriya Yoga Tantric practice, you know, with Tara or Avalokiteshvara, uh, so you always start with what is called the front generation. So that is a projection of that essential self of the source of love and wisdom, our true nature. We symbolize it and we, we, we personify that because as human beings, it's easier for us to relate to something which resembles a human, which has a shape, a location. Yeah, so that's all this. Yeah, so that's the meaning of all these symbols, of all this. Uh, uh, they, they are all uh, symbols, uh, reflections of the source. So that's the front generation. But then, then comes this moment in every tantric sadhana where the front generation dissolves and returns back, you could say, to where that projection comes from, to the inner guru, to the Buddha within, to the Tara within. And in that process of dissolving, if you do a highest yoga tantric practice, that is more obviously explained, you go through the death process. 
to the letting go of the identification with all these layers. You know, like an onion, you peel the onion, the different layers, the different identification. You know, all the things you would answer if someone would ask you, who are you? What are you doing? So we have a lot of things to say there. And that's the level where we relate to each other and what we share. So, and that's all stories. Initially, uh, it's, um, it might be challenging or difficult to understand that it is really stories, just stories. Because in these stories, it creates a sense of us that we are talking about something which really exists. You know, that through our stories, we are referring to something which is really there, which is really findable. But when we look deeper, then we see, yeah, the past is really just a story. It's unfindable. It has no substance. But when we talk about our past, if someone asks you, so who are you, then you say maybe, yeah, I'm born in Germany. <clears throat> when, I, when I say that, of course there is a sense that there is a real Germany and the real past and it really exists. But if we look deep, deeper, we, we start to see it's just a story. It's words, pretending to refer to something real. And more you have an understanding and experience that there is no physical, real, objective world out there. Maybe using physics to support that. That this is not like a religious or a new age, new age idea. That there is no objective reality out there made from atoms. That that is an illusion. So more, more your, more these stories become obvious in their insubstantiality, and more easier it will be to look through it and to let go. That can be a scary process because we have so much invested our sense of me the sense of identification into that level, into the level, level of stories, of thoughts. So when we do this kind of dissolution meditation, and the purpose of that is that the essential self can reveal itself, the inner Buddha can, is revealed in that dissolution. When we do this practice uh, kind of seriously, wholeheartedly, then we might experience something similar, something similar which will be also part of our experience of death, and that's fear. The fear of annihilation. And that's good. So in this kind of meditation, when you have a moment of 
no, not wanting to let go, of being afraid, of holding on. Uh, that's a good sign. It's not necessary to go through this uh, um, black near attainment while uh, you do it different. Um, and all this. Yes, uh, I, I, will, I will talk about that uh, this afternoon, I think, about the death process. Uh -huh. So in the, in the description of the death process, what you read in the text is that with each of this layer of the dissolution, there will be a, like a different appearance, like you, you mentioned the red and the black and, and so on. It's complex, it's, so it's a, it's a lot of information, and so far it's not my experience. So, mm. so, I mean, I can read to you what is said in the text, yeah, but then I could also just give you the text and you can read it yourself. I mean, why would I sit here and read from a text and say, okay, the Tibetans say this is how it is, that's the map, and that will be your experience, but I can't confirm it through my own experience. Yes, so so when I'm I'm going to lead a death uh, a death meditation this afternoon, but uh, I will formulate it in, into you know something I can recognize in myself or something which I have recognized in when I witnessed other people dying, but uh, but. Nevertheless, I think it's, it might be helpful to read these teachings and get a map and, you know, and be, be curious about this process and be curious about you know, what you can confirm in your own experience. Yes. But isn't it similar to uh, uh, during the death process? You... Uh, your senses, yeah, yeah, and when you meditate, yes, uh, you withdraw, yes. Uh, suddenly, uh, it can happen by itself, also. Yes, that, so that uh, that's that, that, that's that's yeah. something we can uh, we can kind of uh, experience or at least imagine how what happens if uh, the taste goes, mm -hmm. the smell goes, seeing goes. Feeling goes, the capacity to feel, the capacity to hear with our senses. So we, we can imagine we can imagine that process. And maybe we can, through imagining it, or following a question like, so what is here if you if you imagine the hearing sense collapses, the feeling sense collapses. So we can imagine that, and in that imagination, we might have a kind of experience of that. Mm. Yeah? We might start to experience that there is not nothing. There is nothing, but it's this special nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ken McCloyd, you know, oh, there is nothing, but what a nothing. Yeah. An indescribable nothing 
where a lot of people, when they, when this reveals that itself, they are compelled, if they want to talk about that experience, to talk about love. There's something, something in that nothing, which is undescribable and ungraspable, this nothing. It's non-dual, it's non-conceptual, it's direct. And there's nobody there experiencing it. Because the one who could experience the narrative me, the central owner of your body and your thoughts and your feelings and your life, that one is not there anymore. Because that one exists on coarse level of consciousness. And if the coarse levels of consciousness, if they are not functionable anymore, then the, within the non-dual experience, within the experience of the source, there's nobody there experiencing it. I don't know if I finish my... Okay, the sentence was finished. <laughs> I, think I, I lost a bit the direction where I was going with this. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> 